Welcome to the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Breaking the Boredom episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship, how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. Have you gotten to the point in your marriage or relationship where you're bored or feel like you're in a rut with your routine or maybe you see it heading that way? Well, you're not alone. It happens a lot in marriages and long-term relationships. If you're in a relationship long enough, you're bound to have times of boredom or feeling like you're in a rut. That's normal. I can't help but think about the song Escape, or better known as the Pina Colada song, where the guy recognizes he's kind of bored in his relationship, and while reading the paper, he sees a letter in the personals column of a woman listing all the things she likes, and he responds that he likes them too. They decide to meet, and come to find out it was his partner who wrote the letter in the personals. And I guess they lived happily ever after, drinking pina coladas, getting caught in the rain, not doing yoga, having half a brain, making love at midnight on the dunes of the Cape as they escape, until they got bored again, I guess. So anyway, yeah, being bored at times in your relationship happens. When it becomes a serious or chronic issue, though, it can have a significantly negative impact on your relationship. When couples don't address it soon enough, it can lead to them drifting apart. And that's one of the worst things that can happen to a relationship. Basically, it's a disaster for any long-term relationship when couples drift apart. Now, besides the risk of couples drifting apart, being bored in your relationship can lead to all kinds of things, like overall dissatisfaction in the relationship, feeling disconnected emotionally, um... Boredom can lead to more arguments, you know, just to add some sort of energy or charge to the relationship, but in a negative way. It can lead to instability in the relationship, especially the longer it goes on. Um, Being bored in the bedroom can lead to sexual dissatisfaction, frustration, and running the risk of infidelity. That's a big one. I'll get into more about that later on in the podcast. So what are some things you and your spouse or partner can do to help you break the boredom in your relationship? Well, the first thing to do is address it. Get it out in the open and talk about it. This is so important. And I know it can be scary, you know, confronting your spouse or partner with something like this. And it can be much easier to avoid talking about it altogether. Yet the sooner you talk about it, the sooner you can get your relationship back on track. When you do have the talk, it's important to take into consideration when, where, and how you talk about it. In choosing when, choose a time when you both are relaxed and are in a good place emotionally. You don't want to talk about it when either of you are distracted or in a bad mood or just not relaxed. Um, In choosing where to have the talk, pick a place that feels neutral and safe, where you both feel comfortable. And the how you say it is so crucial. You know, if you say something like, honey, our relationship is boring, what do you want to do about it? 
Well, <laughs> I'm not sure how well that would go over with some folks. You know, the, the inference in saying it that way is that you're bored with her and that it's all her fault. And that's a potential for a mess that might be hard to clean up or even make things worse. So make sure you use I statements. Instead of, honey, our relationship is boring, what do you want to do about it? You could say something like, you know, honey, I'm starting to feel a little bored with our relationship lately, um, and I'd like to feel more connected, and I would like to talk about it. This way, you're coming from what you feel, bored, and what you need to feel more connected. Now she's clear and is more likely to be on board. Make sure that you own your part in the boredom first so that she can be more open to receiving feedback about her part. Saying something like, I know I've been going through the motions in our relationship lately, or, you know, I realize that I've been distracted with work lately, and I'd like to feel more connected. Hopefully, she'll see that you're committed to the relationship, that you want to collaborate in solving the issue, and that you're willing to compromise. And simply by having an open, honest, and compassionate conversation can start to get you out of the rut. You see where I'm coming from? And as I say over and over again, remember, the goal here is for the long term of the relationship. Now, once you've talked about it, then take some action steps, like engaging in quality time and activities that help create connection, such as, you know, date nights, uh, vacations, or finding new common interests, you know, all those things can help to reignite passion and strengthen the connection. Another way to break the boredom up is to try switching things up. You know, like, don't just do the same thing on date night or vacation at the same place every time. You know, try something different. Try new restaurants. Uh, try new TV shows. Make a conscious effort to keep things fresh. Now, don't get me wrong. It's great to have your comfort routine. That's all good and well. You just don't want to get too comfortable to the point that you're bored. Okay? One thing my wife and I are big on is continuing our personal and spiritual growth. So when you set personal goals and support each other's goals and vision, it can lead to a sense of self-fulfillment, which in turn can help prevent boredom from creeping in the marriage or relationship. Taking responsibility for our own growth for the greater good of the long term of the relationship. Another way to keep things fresh can also be sharing gratitude and appreciations with each other. I talked about that in the appreciation episode, where my wife and I give each other at least three appreciations each night before we go to sleep. You know, each day there's always something new to appreciate and be grateful for. And the big one that I referenced earlier is breaking the boredom in the bedroom, right? Yeah, keeping that passion and intimacy alive can be really difficult to maintain over the long run. Research highlights the importance of physical touch, affectionate gestures, and sexual intimacy in maintaining relationship satisfaction. I don't know if you remember, as I mentioned in the Let's Talk About Sex episode, intimacy is not always about the sex itself. 
It's about the connection, you know, the little gestures that let her know that she's seen. Making yourself vulnerable and each other vulnerable can help you feel closer and safer to be more sexually open. Again, it's having open communications, you know, discussions about sexual desires and exploring new ways to enhance intimacy. And I realize it's a tricky subject to bring up, yet it can be really helpful in keeping the monotony away. And hey, you know, just talking about sex might get the juices flowing. When you don't talk about it is when you risk heading down the path of boredom in the bedroom. Now, research also says that engaging in novel sexual activities, exploring different positions, incorporating role-playing or introducing sex toys, all can help enhance arousal and satisfaction. So be open to experimentation and explore new ways to experience pleasure together, what works for both of you. That brings me to a story of a couple that got bored in their relationship, mainly bored in the bedroom, and things went a little bit too far. I'll call them Terry and Tina, not their real names. They had met in college, grad school as a matter of fact, and had been in a committed relationship for about five years when Terry was starting to get a little bored in the bedroom. He approached Tina to see if she felt the same way, and she said that she wasn't bored, yet she was always open to trying new things. So they tried different positions for a while, which was fun. They tried role-playing and really enjoyed it. One of their role-playing involved getting a room in a hotel that had a nightclub. And they got all dressed up, went to the club, and pretended to be strangers meeting for the first time for a one-night stand. <laughs> they said after lots of flirting and dancing, they finally couldn't take it anymore, and they rushed up to their room. Terry and Tina continued experimenting with other sexual activities as well. So no more boredom in the bedroom, right? Wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, one day Terry got the courage to bring up a fantasy that he always had since high school, and that was having a threesome with two women. He asked Tina what she thought about it, and he was surprised by her answer. She said that she was intrigued by the idea and that she always had an attraction and curiosity towards their mutual friend, Denise, who she knew was bisexual. And one night over drinks, Denise kind of joked about the three of them getting together. So Tina agreed to give it a try. Well, Terry got all excited and was like, yeah, let's go, you know. And so they approached Denise together and it turned out that she was all in. So they made the arrangement to go to Denise's with the condition that it was a one-time thing. Well, without getting into too much detail, it didn't go well. No, and, and I'll, I'll just say that Terry didn't get the attention that he was expecting. And he got frustrated and left. And Tina stayed the night. Terry was really disappointed and got really angry. You know, his fantasy blew up in his face. And this whole experience put a wedge in their relationship and it almost destroyed it. Fortunately, they decided to get some professional help. 
Terry and Tina had a lot of love stored in their love bank and eventually worked things out. The lesson here is to be careful what you wish for, right? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't think either one of them could have predicted the outcome in this case. And I have to give props to Terry and Tina, though, for trying and for hanging in there for the long term of their relationship. So you've heard me share a lot of different strategies to help break the boredom in your relationship. And I'm sure there are many other strategies I haven't mentioned. And go ahead and explore and see what works for you, right? I just wanted to say, though, that if you've tried a lot of these strategies to break the boredom in your relationship and it just doesn't work, then I suggest seeking help from a qualified therapist or relationship counselor. It can be really helpful, and it certainly worked for Terry and Tina. Getting that professional support can give you additional insights as to what may be going on, offer specific strategies for your unique situation, you know, using techniques to address the specific challenges you may be facing in your relationship. And to get this help, it will be well worth your time and investment in order to get back on track in your relationship. All right, so here's a quote from an unknown source on how to put some spice in your relationship. It says, Spice up your relationship by stepping out of your comfort zone and trying new things together. Embrace adventure and create memories that will last a lifetime. Well, there you go. What are you waiting for? Get out there. Start breaking the boredom. You know, get out of that rut and live the life you love. Okay, (laughs) and that will bring an end to this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Breaking the Boredom episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. Thank you for listening. So you've heard a lot of talk about toxic masculinity, right? Yeah, episode 26 was all about toxic masculinity and the negative connotation around it, right? Well, in contrast to toxic masculinity, I'd like to share with you the concept of divine masculinity. Please join me for the next episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the divine masculinity episode, as I fill you in on what it's all about. And remember, if you have any questions or issues about your relationship you need help with, uh, if you have any ideas for topics for the show, please email me at bill at pathwaystolivingwell.com. That's bill at pathwaystolivingwell.com. And you can find my email address in the show notes as well. And as always, if you know someone you think might benefit from listening to this podcast, please share the link and share the love. And until next time, keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.